welcome back to Greenbox Gaming for our uh, second half of our Christmas one-shot, uh, where the team, including our uh, one of our longtime friends, Robert, go on our own little homebrew D&D 5e one-shot uh, into the Undercity, into the Tomb City beneath Highwall. Uh, if you haven't listened to the first half, <laughs> go back and listen to that. You're definitely going to need that background. Uh, but beyond that, thank you for listening, and uh, let's get right into it. Uh, you guys, uh, Leon, when you open your eyes from appearing, no, well, before you even open your eyes, all of you, you are immediately just slammed with blistering cold. Um, as you open your eyes, you see that you are no longer in, this, in the scriptorium, in this giant library temple, but actually in what looks to be some type of blizzardy wasteland like a glacier or something, and the wind is blowing hard. I would like to put my cloak on. Sure. <laughs> Your cloak. <laughs> Stand out like a sore thumb in this white. <laughs> um, as you guys are looking around and you see that Dr. Clarkmark is here, he's like, yes, yes, the, uh, there should be, there should be a, a riddle. And about that time, you hear booming out from above you. You hear... Uh, a voice, a voice that is not does not sound entirely human, that booms out of, above you and says, You will rise again, those who spring into the grave, while all the rest are destined to stay, chilled and frozen, never to stir again. The brave man leaps into his sanguine coffin. You guys see that right near you, near one of the snowbanks appears to be a small kind of snow cave and maybe the remains again of a camp you see like a wagon that looks like it's been dilapidated and fallen over uh several small mounds it looks like they might have been like sleeping bags or something maybe even have people in them you're not sure um and you see that heat over to the side is a hundred percent a pretty significant pile of frozen corpses um, so should I loot them, or do you want to... <laughs> you! Oh, I took the last one. Uh, everyone made me a perception check. Let's see what we got. 22. 22. Oh, 15. sorry. Five. <laughs> Damn, this, that was a, such a dud. Persuasion, my <laughs> bad. 13. It really is. What is it? 14. 14? 17. 17. Okay. There's a 17. You see, you realize that the voice is not just omnipresent. It is actually distinctly booming out from above you. As you look up, you're able to make through this kind of blowing blizzard. It looks like almost, you know, like, you know, chain link, chain link fence. It looks almost like that this entire area you're in is like contained within some type of giant cage. Like you can barely make out like the bars, this kind of chain link kind of thing feel all of you don't know how far out it goes side to side but you can see it up about 40 feet and you can see the shadow of a giant creature that you can't make out but seems to be it looks to be some type of quadruped and it seems to be walking around on top of this thing looking down at you you feel like it was the thing that spoke to you um you also make out one other thing uh just over the edge of this little snowy embankment you hear a sound it sounds like kind of like a. Yeah. Disturbingly good ghost. That's excellent. 
<laughs> and you see this fluffy. It's not a ghost. It's uh, you see this fluffy creature. Uh, you think heard of these things before? These are called knot knots. Uh, they're just like uh, they're about the size of like uh, they're probably about the size of like a large sheep, kind of. And they're fluffy and like kind of made for this kind of kind of environment. So yeah, uh, it's getting really really cold. You guys are beginning to wonder how long you can actually stand to be out here. I was wanting to do animal handling and go pet the goat. <laughs> By all means. Uh, I'm just going to try to uh, shear the goat. <laughs> While I'm petting it? <laughs> okay, I'm going to calm so, the goat. I'm going cut my little sister's hair. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Alright, so are you actually going to go over and try to interact with the knot-knot? Yeah. Okay. Are well, you going to make... Okay, yeah, you go over and, you know, usually animals are not, they're not fond of Polo Marco. Oh, they uh, they, ty- they typically can smell it on him. <laughs> they can smell the crazy on him, typically. Uh, this one, for whatever reason, you don't know if he's having a bad day, or like, or what, what its deal is, or just a really bad judge of character. Uh, it seems very, very calm by you. It kind of plods over to you. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, Polo. Hold her still. I gently caress the sheep's head. It's bad and love it. It nuzzles you. It nuzzles your little face. Your like head is like right about it. Hits head oh. level. It nuzzles oh. you in the face with its weird, like you know, like weirdly shaped pupils. I fall in love. <laughs> um, the um, uh, Doctor Clark Mark is like, we we have to outlast the blizzard. That's that's the, the that's the. That's the challenge. We have to, we have to figure out a way to survive. I start to nuzzle under the goat. Okay, even as even as good as that is, you don't think it's enough. Like it's very much. Do we we have stuff to make a camp? There's some miscellaneous stuff laying around. It looks like a lot of people have tried to make camps. You said there was a cave though. It looks like a small snow cave. Can we build a fire in a small snow cave? Yeah, seems to. Fire in snow caves. Just gonna let that sink in <laughs> for just a second. Hey, you know they do it in Antarctica. Yeah, they got it's okay. you're, you're, got you're right. You're right. We will make sure there's an exit at the top. Okay. Chimney. Okay. okay. Uh, does anyone have any skill sets uh, appropriate for this kind of thing? You don't have any any skills or any magics or anything. Um, Tamp has a decent survival. Okay, give me that survival check. Let's see if anybody's gonna be able to. Uh, it's getting real cold, guys. Like Damn, super, super cold. Fuck? I got a good survival. I rolled a nat one. Oh no. <laughs> 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 oh, hard life. I got a twenty-two. Okay, I got a twelve survival. Well, here's the thing. Looking at everything that's around, and Polo Marco, and this is the point where everyone else has to close their metagaming ears. Polo Marco. Yes. You don't think this is gonna happen? Oh, you're this is look, not good. You're looking around. We're gonna die. This is so, it's so cold out here. Like, you guys have not been out here for probably less than 10 minutes. And you are already dipping dangerously close hypothermia. You know it. I don't know. Let's convince the goat to lead us somewhere. But, but here's the thing. You, you, looking at the goat now, you realize the goat is about your size. It's a little That's bit what bigger I was than we're going to go that route. Yeah. And there's <laughs> only, but, but you would think there's the only goat. room for one. I mean, I can get in the girl. <laughs> <laughs> Murder is your best friend. Hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> so, I just <laughs> decided to slice the coat it's, open. It says as it, as it nuzzles into you. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. 
a sanguine coffin. Yeah, yeah. this is Star Wars, baby. I'm not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I stabbed oh. my ghost. <laughs> I slid it open. Oh, its eyes look on you of absolute trust. <laughs> absolute love. It's sure that you're not going to hurt it. Um, which is the last thing it thinks. A small tear. A small, <laughs> one if, tiny tear. It freezes on your face and drops off. I whisper to him, I have never seen him cry. You you guys all well, I mean I'm I won't tell say if you stand in horror or not as you watch this. That's really up to you. Blades ring bring rings his hand watching. Yeah. Um you guys as you guys see watch Polo Marco cut open this knot knot and crawl inside it. So we all going inside this tiny creature Come on, guys. as you right right as he gets in right. he, and he closes the flesh around his little head suddenly the the wind which is blowing just just blowing it stops oh the wind stops the entrance <laughs> and you oh. and you can just barely in this kind of misty cloudy like um snowy like debris see this creature this ginormous creature walking across the top of this giant enclosure that you're in. It's like a snow globe? A giant snow globe. Well, yeah, it's like, it's like a cage. Okay, kind of. okay. Um, and you, you, you're, you're, you're very well done. <laughs> I cry. <laughs> Into the cave for your next challenge. Who the hell are you? You see two giant pairs of wings beat as it takes off. Weird. How far out is it? How, cave? How far out the cave? No, the thing that just took off. They said probably like 50 feet up. Are you going to attempt to blast? <coughs> yeah, so anyway. No. I started no. blasting. Mark Paul is going to the cave. Uh, it's, a, it's immediately way warmer. Like, it's... Um, as soon as the wind stops, it seems to be unnaturally cold. Yes, yes. Sir? Uh, we are in the. It's fine. I'm not gonna break. So it's okay. Okay. No. Move um. On. Move on. Don't use dimension door. Don't use dimension door. Don't break it. Mm -hmm. you, you do what you want, man. Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna yeah. stop you. It's not. You sure, you want to go up blazes, there? Blazes, I'm sure, there's blazes, lots of cool stuff up there. Do, there's so much cool stuff. So up much there. cool it's stuff. Like just gold and <laughs> tools. Just, yeah. Into the cave. <laughs> As you guys. As you guys get into the cave, you uh, it goes down. You're surprised how far down it now appears to go. Maybe before it was like had an ice sheet at the back of it. The ice seems to be gone. Um, and you guys begin to delve down deep until you come out. And it's like, and at first you know you're coming out of an area that's very very cold. And at first it's like, oh, it's kind of warm down here. That's kind of nice. And it's like, wow, oh, it's it's really warm down here. And it's like, and then it gets balmy, like humid. As you guys enter into what appears to be some type of giant greenhouse. Um, it is lit on all sides, and again, like you can see this kind of like chain link enclosure that seems to be all around it. Um, and there is like misty fog floating around. Maybe even you hear animals, like maybe you hear like the sound of birds or insects and stuff, like you know, making their noise. And there's this bright, bright light that's meant to you're sure simulate the sun, but it's coming from multiple directions. There's like multiple sources of this um, and you hear this you hear this the sound of wind, of wing beats again as you hear the sound of this creature land on top 
of this enclosure again, uh, silhouetted back by one of these light sources. Uh, it again, it comes down, you hear the voice boom out again. Creeping green, hunger's great, calling vines to and great. Your life will fade before your eyes. New venom you must combine. You see that at the center of everything seems to be uh, like a bunch of uh, a bunch of like uh, mortars and pestles and like this like alchemical kind of uh, equipment. Uh, and there seems to be like kind of these vague instructions for what looks like some type of botanist laboratory. Um, Dr. Clark Mark is there with you, and he's, he points down, he's like, yes, yes, we have to, uh, the, the, the vines, the vines. What the hell is this voice talking to us? I have no idea. I don't know. don't mention nothing about it? Turns out, no. <laughs> it's the Guardian, that's all I know. Guardian. The, uh, yeah, so, so we're supposed to, uh, like, so, the, the vines, and you guys see the same razor vine that was present out in the rest of the city. You see it is all, like, though there are different kinds of plants, you see this vine seems to be choking out everything. Like, literally, like, like, rolling around other types of plants and almost, like, consciously and purposefully shredding them to pieces. You see that it is all around. And as you guys stand here, even if you're a little bit still, you can kind of see, oh, this stuff looks like, looks like it's growing out towards us. Um, but what does he want to, what, what, what are the, what were these tools? It, it seems to be tools to do some type of, uh, you, why don't you take a look at them, with a skill, a skill set, perhaps. No. Make a fire, I suppose. I would like to fire light towards you. Do you have anything to do that? I'll help the little lime. No, no. Uh, fuck. Four. Investigation. Investigation. Hmm. Does this stuff look like might be the ingredients to arcane? Oh no. Why would Tamp even want to know that? I thought he was a new Minotaur. <laughs> he is a new Minotaur. It's just always at the back of his mind. It is. No, is the answer. Okay. Uh, not specifically. You probably know a lot about the uh, the ingredients of arcane. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, they said we need to mix a new one. Do you think you could you mix make something, something new, new out of these tools? A new arcana. The uh, Tamp. <laughs> no, I don't think that's Tamp's. I think Tamp was more of a someone, uh, a user more than a, a producer. <laughs> so, th does it say specifically what we need to make? Uh, uh, Dr. Clark, he's flipping through. He's like, oh, we have to make some type of new plant to to fight the razor line back. Something, uh, it's something about uh, venom or, or poison or something like that. Like it's uh, the ingredients are supposed to be here. I've got poison. So they. The, and it's not metal, it's just, like, ingredients to... I guess I couldn't tell, because I didn't have an investigation. Yeah. You can ride along. You, you can give me, like, an arcana or something. Uh, how about a medicine check? Ooh. Oh, that's nice. 24 arcana? 24, that's pretty good. There are, there are, there are, like, small, like, plant pods and stuff, like, on the table of different types of species. I think there might be... And there's, like, uh, different... Different tools and different kind of solutions that you think might accelerate growth. So you think you might be able to grow something and maybe make like a new, like combine or cross pollinate, make a new, a new breed of plant or something to fight back the razor vine. Uh, you don't have forever. All right. Uh, does anyone see anything else? A different type of a potted plant. I'm just gonna roll a nature check. 
Fuck shit. Five. I'm not going now. <laughs> I got a 15 perception, I don't know. 15 perception, okay. As, you, as you're looking around, you find, again, uh, it seems, again, like there might have been some people go for you through this particular area. And uh, there's probably, you know, as, uh, as Blaze is looking around, you find shoved underneath one of the tables, like just a, a bunch of broken bones. Uh, but one of the, these kind of skeletal hands seems to be like gripping like a piece of paper. Okay, take a look. Okay. Uh, you it's take... Dwarven. It's Dwarven. It's <laughs> Dwarven. Steve! Yeah. I already told you! I don't read this. Uh, I'm amazed you're still here, Steve. Steven is still here. He's alive! He's still kicking, man. Uh, you look at it and you, uh, you, you see something that... Well... Hold on, let me, let me roll something real quick. Roll something for me. Rolling something for Joe. Rolling something for Joe. Well, I guess it wouldn't really be that way. Okay, yeah. Um, you, uh, you see a piece of paper, and it says, The journal lies. The journal mm. lies? The journal lies. And as you say that, Dr. Corkhammer says, What is that? It's the journal lies. What are you talking about? It says the journal lies on this man's skeleton. Impossible. A stab in his leg, likely. Just like a little bit? Just a little crazy. You're just gonna give him like a little poke? Yeah, like a little love tap? Yeah. Love stab? Just a little love tap. And the journal is saying that we need to. You need to create something to fight back. Yeah, you need to create like a new plant or something. So we got plants, the journal lies. Maybe we're supposed to make the thing grow even faster. What if we just. Like pour it on the act the Let's just throw the plants at the other vines. Throw one of them at it. Can we just are we starting to randomly mix stuff? Should we just randomly <laughs> what else? mix so things? So explain this area a little bit more. So like I said, it's like imagine like a it's like a greenhouse that has this vine growing all throughout it. Um, there's a light shining in. You know, there's the creature above, whatever it is. There's these tables with all these different kinds of plants on it and like tools to like like botany. Now these are the same vines that killed our yeah the bigger okay. one. Yeah, they uh they 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 seem to have no chill. Like these vines vibes. Could just try to fight the vines. I don't think that's a good idea. They have razors on them. Probably razor vine. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's a very bad idea. Unless we have fire. What about a poison spray on vines? A poison spray? Mm. Well, who, but who has a poison spray? I have poison. I have a poison spray. I have poison spray too. <laughs> yeah? Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, how much poison spray could you possibly have between the two of you? I have four poisons. Um, mm -hmm. If only you it's had someone it's a who breathed poison. That's an awkward, <laughs> funny story. Is it? It is. We don't have poison! He can't. <laughs> because he's wild magic. <laughs> oh? Oh. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, I hope this part of it, that wasn't meant for him. <laughs> well, you know, uh... So... He holds out his hand. Very confidently, and then hits a little oh, so I, poison I, spray puff towards spray. one of the plants. Okay. It was I, I will remind you before you do that, because because here's the thing. Here's the difference between is this we get into that situation where it's between Blaze knowledge and Jean knowledge. Yeah. What kind of creature is Blaze? He's supposedly draconic. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. Supposedly. Supposedly green. A green. Supposedly. 
Dragonborn, supposedly. Oh, he had to choose between draconic origins and wild magic. Oh. You're still okay. a Dragonborn. Okay. So still Dragonborn? Yeah. Allegedly. I'm very confused. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so close! <laughs> Alright. What are you? The, then I have poison spray. Cool. That was the, the, okay. <laughs> the choice I made. Um, so Blaze opens his mouth. And he goes, <laughs> All over the... And just lets out... And then he's got a, a handkerchief and he goes, Excuse <coughs> me. Let's out like a poison gas. Yeah. Um, as you do so, the, uh, the razor vine retreats back, uh, wilting and, like, falling to pieces, withering quickly at your poison. Uh, it seems that poison was the answer. Indeed, if you'd listen to the riddle that the creature gave you. Yes. Uh, so yes. That's <laughs> like it went past everybody's head, over everybody's head. We can't go slowly. Maybe we should listen very closely to this next riddle. No, 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 the journal has the answers. The journal lies. That, that's impossible. Mm. The journal lies. A dead man told me. What did he know? He's dead. Didn't work so good for him. I don't trust it. We take some of his bones along. Sure. The dead man's bones? Yeah. Be like, Polo, take these. Okay. <laughs> Just take ah! femurs to get his back. <laughs> like swords. <laughs> All right. It's okay. You, okay. You guys, you guys hear what? it? No. You guys hear another laugh? It's like what? you hear the creature laugh as the wings again, woof, woof, as it flies off. You see, there's a door that is now accessible to you. Okay. Make him go through the door first. And take, take his journal. journal. As the little one says. <laughs> <laughs> you guys gonna just take his journal for him? From him? He's uh, gonna. We'll give it back. Okay. <laughs> so we just take the journal and shove him through the door. He, if you do so, he goes forward. I mean, he's not. He doesn't have much, much bite in him necessarily. <laughs> no. I'm not gonna try to take the journal. I want to go through the door. Okay. If you, as you guys go to the door, whoever goes first, you find yourself coming to a pretty standard-looking door. And as you open it, you enter what appears to be some type of bank vault. And I say bank vault, I mean a huge room with uh, the door you enter seems to not really match the rest of it. You see that on the other side is this massive steel vault door. Uh, it looks like it probably takes three or four keys to open the damn thing with a big combo lock on it, and all around you on all sides are every type of rich riches you could imagine. Gold, platinum, rubies, crowns, jewelry, some type of, like, paper money that you've never seen before. Like, everything you could ever imagine. And while, and while these walls are up all around you, the top of the chamber is still kind of covered by this chain link. And again, you see... The, you can mainly you can't really see it's too dark to see up there but you can hear the creature land on this chain link cage and, it's, and you see that at the center of everything is a um, there's like a little table and behind on the wall is a um, a kind of there's like a window that's barred and behind it is a monstrous mutant probably about 10 feet tall sitting behind a big table with one of those visors that like an accountant would wear. <laughs> green ones. Yeah, the green ones. Yes. Yeah, the green one. 
and it is punching numbers, keys on a giant machine beside it that is constantly whirring, and papers are coming at this like roll of papers coming out of it. And it is like leaking this fluid from these giant gaping jaws that are just like it's like salivating and oozing as it flops a hand around on a giant ledger. <laughs> you hear the voice from above you. Gold and copper come and go. The more you make, the more you know. Make the peace between in and out, lest the debt is paid. Oh, sorry. I, messed, I fucked it up. Sorry, guys. Uh, make <laughs> the end. Make the peace between out and in, lest the debt be paid by your end. You see that on the table are a bunch of ledgers. Make the peace between out and in. Yes. Oh, we gotta do some accounting. Balance What's the in the ledger? Leon is mesmerized by all the gold and all the everything, but he kind of looks at the ledgers. Uh, as you sit down at the ledgers, Leon, um, you realize that yes, these books in do need to be indeed do need to be balanced. Um, but you actually notice something. You think there might be an opportunity here to, s to skim a little off the top. Mm-hmm. How big is this monster? Oh, about ten feet. <laughs> In all dimensions. <laughs> oh, this is not good. Excuse me, uh... <laughs> is that your name? Is that Interesting. <laughs> uh... I see that you might need some help uh, balancing the uh, accounts. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you speak Were you just clearing your throat? <laughs> so, do you mind if we take a uh, a? It pushes a quill of ink, like I got an inkwell with a quill, like underneath the bars. There's like a little section where you can push stuff underneath the bars. Mm -hmm. Pushes it forward. And and like gestures a tentacle towards the papers, <laughs> and then it points towards uh, a sign on the door, or like on the wall right next to you. It's written in a language you can't understand, uh, but the pictograph there is pretty clear that uh, that anyone who can't pay what they you know can't pay whatever it like has like a little scale set of scales and they're like off balance and it has a little X over them and it has a little arrow. And it shows someone, like, being fed into the maw of some creature. <laughs> hmm. Hey, Thander, bless me and give these eyes the ability to read. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's going to be real important for this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess Leon will take a crack at balancing. Yeah. Give me a, um, what, 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 what skill do you think would be useful at balancing the books? Oh, my God. I mean, would you be straight intelligence? Yeah, just yeah. give me an intelligence. Yeah. Don't you have? Don't you have? Don't you have an advantage on intelligence stuff? Uh, probably twenty-five. Nice. All right, um, you guys sit down and like let Leon rip. And he dives into these ledgers, you know, and like cross comparing invoices and stuff like that. And after a while, you feel like you guys are probably done, but Leon just keeps going. Like, he just, he just keeps getting more work. And after a while, you feel like he just kind of feels at home here. Um, by the time it's all done and over, you slide the ledger underneath 
the cage underneath the bars to this creature. It slams a giant like pincer down and pulls it towards it as it then as like you know all of these eyes open all over the outside of this creature and they all peer down and study this ledger. Some of them narrowing and turning back up to you and back down to the ledger. <laughs> and after a while, there's a kind of this weird sound. This <laughs> as I you do not understand this. As it as it reaches down and pulls a bag of gold and sets it on the t- t- on the counter and slides it across to Leon. Oh, nice. Oh, I will split this later. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's lying. Just uh, you just annotate a bag of gold. Yeah, miscellaneous okay. bag of gold. Gotcha. Oh, gold. You hear uh, from above you. Very well done. It's almost as if you were specifically appropriate to the challenges <laughs> that were being presented to you. This is weird. In a very odd way. <laughs> One last challenge oh. awaits. Wing beats, and then uh, <laughs> and uh, Dr. Cl- uh, Clark Mark is like, Yeah, uh, he never gave us what the book said for this room. He's like, he's like, you're very quiet. He's like, I, I think my book might be wrong, guys. The journal lies. I think I might have a bad book. Just out of curiosity, <laughs> what did it say about this room? Uh, it, it, it said that we had to unlock the door, the vault door. Very helpful. Uh, yeah. Well, that's yep. true. You see, and maybe even like over by the, you, <laughs> like maybe like stuffed under some of like the, the bags of money and gold. You see like a bunch of corpses over there, <laughs> like by the door. Grab the Venus, little one. So then, a another a, a, like a hidden door that you hadn't seen in the wall opens up as you proceed towards your final. Blazes um, gonna try go first. Okay. But he's also going to try and take some stuff with him. I'll hop on Blazes. Some gold. Mm. Okay. You're gonna try to steal some gold. Right, do you want to try to steal some gold from this room with this giant? Yeah. Terrible what's the creature? most valuable looking thing? The most valuable looking mm. thing. I get off his back. <laughs> what? I get off no, his no, back. No, no, you made your choice. <laughs> uh, you see a uh, looks like a scepter. A scepter. Oh god. Is it discreet? No. Not a, no. I think he'd want something more discreet. Okay. You you you, you probably just, there's probably others like you might enjoy. There's probably a ruby. The a size ruby? a little ruby of a tangerine. <laughs> <laughs> of a tangerine. Tangerine. I think he'll go for the ruby the size. You're gonna attempt to sneak. Okay, then do me either a stealth or a sleight of hand. Sleight of hand. How'd that go? Oh God, that was a sound. That was a. That was not a good sound. That was not a good sound. You just made. That was a six. That was a six. Um, you hear uh, some type of gurgling sound. Oh, is that some the accountant? Type of sloshing sound from the uh, the entity, the accountant. Oh. As it begins to swell and actually spill out between the bars. Okay. All right. We're out of here. <laughs> Off we go. <laughs> Can we make it out? <laughs> uh, sure. Everyone, go ahead and roll me that. Um, probably Jeez. like a dex save <laughs> oh or an athletics or give me something themed <laughs> around that. I'm gonna use. Well, were we being attacked? Or? No, no, no. I'm just like, seeing if we fuck. can escape. <laughs> Alright, uh, I got a nine. You got a nine. Twenty. Twenty. Five. Five. <laughs> I'm doing acrobatics. And I was the one that, I was the one that got the puzzle. I, yeah, that's good. So Tamp and uh, Polo Marco do absolutely fine. 
You guys 100% get out. Uh, you make it to the door without any hesitation. Uh, easy peasy. Uh, the rest of you, on the other hand, um, do you guys want to find out how much damage you take? Oh, God. Uh, can I apologize to the creature? Make me a very, very difficult persuade roll. A very hard one. <laughs> Extremely hard. As a two. That's a three. <laughs> okay, so... What do you say to the creature? Look, uh, I thought it was a fruit. I, <laughs> all right, I swear it was a tangerine. People were saying tangerines. All right, all of you, uh, who that is you... Uh, that is uh, Blaze, Leon, Steven, and uh, Dr. Clark Mark. Uh, I'll take 24 points of damage. Holy shit. 24? Yes. I'm going to kill me. What's he do? No. The, it's just a mixture of tentacles and claws and pincers and jaws and scorpion tails. What's up with your HP at? Six. Six HP. Okay. That hurt. Okay. And no choice. Wow. All right, how many HP do you think Steven, the mundane lawyer, has? He's dead. You guys are, uh, as you guys are, are you two are getting out, uh, you see Steven pulled underneath the still expanding mass <laughs> of flesh. Oh, oh, God! Oh, no, guys! No! No! Oh, oh, Steven, I'm sorry. As uh, the door, the hidden door closes behind you just as Dr. Clark Mark makes it through. Dr. Clark Mark is also like on his last leg. Like absolutely on his last leg. To be fair, he did make it way longer than we thought he would. Did he at least get the ruby? Did I get the ruby? Another sleight of hand. It, man. Because if you got that ruby, I think you should split the profit with Leon. Or Steven. Steve, that would be, I think it's a fair trade. Yeah, make me a, make me a slide of hand. See if you you did manage to keep a hold of the of the ruby size. Can I get the, a... the ruby size tangerine? Actually, it's not a ru tangerine size of ruby. It's a, it's a tangerine. No, no, tangerine. no. It's not a ruby size. Yeah, it's a ruby size tangerine. Ah, so, so it's actually a, a tangerine the size of a ruby. So you look down, you have a very small fruit. Okay. <laughs> yeah. What a fourteen. It's so very small. It's treasure. You know what? You have a handful. You have a handful of, of ruby-sized tangerines. I love it! <laughs> I love it! Can I eat one now and see if it helps my health? They're mostly rhyme. That's where all the good it's stuff is. That's fiber. Right. Fiber. Only the person's room that it is to solve the puzzle does stuff <laughs> in that room. <laughs> now, no one mess with Tamp, whatever you have to do. <laughs> that's very, that's very I presumptuous. Had, that I had no choice. I had no choice. Um, but yeah. you guys, I do want to hit... Do a healing wound. Yeah, okay, okay. go ahead. Can, can that be done, like, in a group? I forget what it is exactly. If it's like, a, I think it's a single person spell. Oh. Sorry. So you're just gonna heal yourself, is what you're saying? Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> okay, you heal yourself. Um. Yeah, um, lay on hands, but... I got six. You can lay on hands yourself. Oh, wait, you're, you're healed. Yeah. I gotta use that. I just... How many? To, what a shitty paladin he is. He has <laughs> ten points that he can give out at any, any given time. So it's like, what's the... Uh, I guess we'll split it. Who all got hit? Well, Dr. Clark Mark. 
not take it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Dr. Clarkmark and these two, uh, uh, Blaze and um, uh, Leon. You take five. You take five. Nice. All right. How many tangerines? How many? <laughs> I'm going to hold on to these tangerines. Um, I have well, big dragon a hands. A dozen. Dragon hands. They're very large, draconic uh, hands. Is this yeah, like Fallout where he can just eat them all real fast and get all his <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> In between the times, yeah, it's like Skyrim. You're just yeah. down like like thirty <laughs> cabbages, oh, yeah. swinging him giant axe. Just <laughs> twelve tangerines. Right. Have you gotten healed as much as you want? No. You don't have any healing spells as a as a sorcerer. No, I'm not saying that the next encounter. Where were we? We had just we we're going to the last just room. Got punished. The yes, y'all just got boobard. For a tangerine. You said you had how many HP? How many hit points? I only have 30 max. 32. And so you had six left? Yeah. Damn. Is that right? Somebody should have breathed on you. Is that right? You Level seven? How do I have more? You, ro you? you rolled them? them, and I got oh, threes oh, across man. the board. You just oh. got, yeah, you just got like a six, bones. six, then a one, yeah. one. So it's just three. That's rough. Way to stick to your guns. Mm. Yeah. Hey, respect. Mm. I mean, I mean, sorcerers are not supposed to be. No, nope. they are. Fighting. No. So. Dr. Clarkmark, how much health does he have? He's dead. Not much. I could pick him. I could stab him. We're going to say he essentially has effectively one. How does vampiric touch work? Uh, would I, I get, forgot about that. Would I get all of the damage that I do to him or all of his health that I take from him? Yes! He's going to sacrifice <laughs> some bitch and steal his health. <laughs> Are you chaotic neutral right. or evil? Oh, you're chaotic, chaotic evil. evil. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I've right. never played with chaotic evil characters. Okay, you regain hit points equal to half of the amount of the damage dealt. But if I just explode it, we'll I'll round it up. Uh huh. So if he has one HP and you deal one damage, okay. we'll say you get one back. Only one. Only one. That's if you deal more damage. Though. No, he's a practical guy. He's not gonna do that. Oh, well, okay, wait a second. What is this called? Okay, so uh, if we get into touch. the nitty gritty of the verbiage of this language. It looks a little bit more ambiguous. On a hit, the title the target takes 3d6 necrotic damage, mm -hmm. and you regain hit points equal to half of the amount of necrotic damage dealt. Oh, you can okay. deal someone damage more than they have hit points. Yeah, that's what I was So it doesn't say the amount that they have remaining, it says the saying. damage dealt. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So he's gonna he's gonna just beckon Dr. Clark Mark over while you guys are walking ahead. Say, Doctor Doctor Clark. Dr. Right, Clark he Mark. He comes up to him, he's like he's like he's like, oh god, maybe he's like maybe he's like uh we'll say that he's like reaching in his he's trying to find like he's like you have a potion in here. Oh or something. Oh for me. Oh, it's, it's, oh please check. Yeah, no. I would love uh, one. Oh yeah, here it please. is. Here it is, I found it. It takes it. Takes it from him. No! Takes no, no, no. it. <laughs> no, no, that. You're fighting over it now. I'll take it, I'll beat him. Okay. So let me tell. Yeah, wait, wait, wait. Let me just clean your glasses. He takes his glasses from him. <laughs> and give me that book a second. Takes man, the you're book. gonna make me some roll, man. Like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. Just uh, just tell me shit. all the things you're doing. Uh, yeah. let's do. Early intimidation's been good. Persuasion. Let me be gentle. Let me be gentle. Twenty-one. Okay, you managed to convince him. He gives oh. him a bit of a back massage. <laughs> takes his health potion. Let me get that. And then you vampire and touch book. him. Takes his glasses and then vampiric touch. All right. Uh, so you need to roll that. Uh, you need to roll the melee. Uh, the melee spell attack. Nineteen and twenty-five. So nineteen. 
It's more than sufficient. Uh, go ahead and roll. Uh, go ahead and roll three d six. Casting at level. Th- I'm doing it. Apparently, you can maintain it too for up to one minute. Eight plus eight. I got the max. <laughs> so I get nine health, and deal him. Sorry, I get eight health. You get eight health back. Okay, you get eight health back. Sixteen. I, I don't. I imagine this is kind of going on. Like, and you guys are in this like this or this all like hallway kind of. It's kind of dark. I imagine this is all kind of going back on in the back as you guys are kind of like looking, waiting for them to finish. And all of a sudden, you hear the sound of a spell being cast, and you just hear the sound of like, you know, the sound it makes when you reach the bottom of a of like a McDonald's cup and you're slurping up the last little bit of soda. <laughs> it sounds a lot like that. <laughs> We've got McDonald's out there. You guys turn around and probably see Dr. Clark Mark uh, withered. It looks like he's, you know, his body has been uh, in tune for several decades uh, as he falls to the ground in a, cr- in a pile. Blaze just adjusts his little skull. <laughs> hey! <laughs> I stole those. No, <laughs> uh, no these are mine. I brought my own. Uh, do we need to do magical surge? Of course Wild you do. Wild surge. So what's that? One. I don't D100. know how it works. D one hundred. Is is that what you roll? Is it a D one hundred? It's a D one hundred. I got a seventy one. Every time you perform a spell, I gain resistance to all damage for the next minute. Okay. Okay, uh, six I didn't explode, so I'm happy for that. <laughs> Beat the shit out of him. Alright, so uh, you guys walk down the hallway for 61 seconds. And you see... <laughs> you see in front of you a, another door. Um, it's a wooden door. Who's, who's, up, who's up front? Who's gonna go? Tap dashes through and rams it with his ram horns. Okay, yeah, you lower your head. And you drill through it with your minotaur horns. I got this one, boys. This oh, is yeah. my room. <laughs> <laughs> you you make it through, and as you pick yourself up, the door you know like slams down underneath you. And as Tamp kind of picks himself up, you see that you're in a in a, a kind of round room, and there are tables and like uh, there are tables and shelves all around, and. All around you see that there is, uh, in different fashions, in different containers, whether in jars or in vials or on plates or in bowls or saucers, you see all around you are these little piles of powder. All different wonderful, (laughs) beautiful colors. And you see standing at the end, you see a figure who seems to be a kind of a um, it's one of these, it turns around and it seems to be one of these humanoid figures with these like oddly like exaggerated features like a nose that's a bit too large and eyes that are kind of bulging and you see that part of the skin from his forehead seems to be removed it seems to be a plate of steel uh, and he's wearing a these like flowing robe with arm underneath and he turns to you and he's like ah, oh, finally a worthy challenger. <laughs> <laughs> I am one of the great tome knights. I don't believe you. Okay. <laughs> I... In order to proceed and gather what you came here for, you must choose the 
the most purest of these magical powders. You must imbibe them. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, no, no. He is a changed man. He does not do that yeah. anymore. All of them are deadly poison except for one. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, they're sweating. <laughs> there is... There is only one, only one, pure of heart and... That one. And just... <laughs> <laughs> no, I can smell it. It's a mentor and also an ex-drug head. I can uh, smell that one without a doubt. It's the purest it's, arcane I've ever encountered is, in my life. It's, it's right I, I, can, I can neither confirm nor deny. Purest shit I've ever encountered in my life. It's the only... If, if you imbibe the wrong one, you will surely perish. <laughs> Like, I gotta do it. I'm afraid so. You're the one who kicked down the door. <laughs> Wait a minute. Alright. <laughs> Here's the. <laughs> this is too good. Continue. So that's how it works. I kick down the door. Yes. I gotta snort the powder. Oh, hold on. <laughs> hold on. Let me check my manual. Uh. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> well, that checks out. Good thing it's, it's a picture book, or else I could read it. Right. Um. Um. Should I? Should I boof it? <laughs> oh no! Oh, oh, oh. I, I uh. Dealer's <laughs> choice, really. I need it. I lot it. I need to pray. <laughs> are, you, are you gonna make another one of these botch religious rolls? If there's anything you know more than deep down in your soul, so that's technically a zero, right? Oh, because you know, it was, it was oh, okay, uh, modified. Okay, you know deep in your soul, you know Lothander is smiling upon you, and just and this you feel. You feel this is the right, no, no matter what happens here, <laughs> you feel that this is your duty. Maybe just a little snort. Just a little bit. The first one's free, man. <laughs> Sidles up to the bowl, picks it up gingerly. It is a carpenter's bowl. This crazy powder flies up. <laughs> Uh, Black Betty starts playing in the background. <laughs> oh, Black Betty. <laughs> As Tam's like, Woo! He's back, baby! So, so the, the, the man says, he goes, he goes, You have chosen poorly. Uh, no, I feel great! <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, no, don't, don't do the hall! <laughs> Damp, uh... <laughs> Damp, I just imagine, just in a... In a Blacked out rage, just starts snorting through every single like pile of powder. I can't stop. <laughs> Leon starts chastising the figure, like you do not know how long it took him to get me. We literally were in jail underground for two years. By the time all is said and done, not a single speck of this uh, powder, of this magical arcane, is remaining. And uh, Tamp has uh, vomited and fallen asleep. <laughs> He's like a honey badger. <laughs> He'll wake up just fine, guys. <laughs> uh, the the figure is furiously flipping through this manual. Oh. <laughs> and just, well, Everybody I, else is just quiet in the back. <laughs> He's like, this. well, I, I, I guess that one works. Uh, 
I, I don't really have. I, I guess you passed. Uh, go ahead. <laughs> and he, he pulls this velvet rope, and this this other like hidden door opens up. Yeah, I'll drag Tamps. <laughs> you come to at some point in time okay. <laughs> throughout this. How do I don't feel when I come to? <laughs> Absolutely fantastic. <laughs> Let's go adventuring. You guys, um, you guys enter out, and like immediately after this door, it's like you've stepped right back into the tomb city. Um, except that in front of you is not a dilapidated building, but a building that looks like it's been pretty well maintained. Um, it has these huge glass windows. Keep in mind, in fantasy world. You know, like, these huge glass windows are very odd. Like, it's a very odd-looking, has an odd feel to it. And it has this glowing sign that has, like, an animated arrow that points down, and it just says, Books. It has a little sign on the door that says, Open. Hmm. Perception. I'm, I'm tempted. Oh my God, a three. <laughs> <laughs> a single good. Tamp is Tamp sees bugs crawling all over him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, only uh, two of us can read, so maybe we should handle this. <laughs> can you uh, not read? Polo, I can't read. Polo, Polo Marco, read. you do hear the sound of wing beats, and you see the a vague shadow land atop the building. Hey, it's the big guy. <laughs> How did we make it into this group where we're the only two people that can read? You can read? Well, this was kind of my thing, so I don't, you know. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'll trade you some This is how, this is how you always pull one over on them. <laughs> so, sorry. What so, this thing running? lands on top of the building? Yeah, but it disappears. Since it looks like it kind of like disappears down into the building. You just see the, the things, the wings fold up and you can't see it. I guess Leon will just go into the building. You open the door and there's a ding, ding, ding. As you do, and you push the door open, and you see in front of you, it looks like a messy bookstore. Uh, there are piles that go nearly to the ceiling. Uh, it's nothing extravagant. It's not like a crazy look. It looks very mundane, really. Uh, and you hear very quietly behind you, I'm coming, I'm, I'm coming, you know, from behind the shelves. And a, and a small woman comes out. Again, and she, too, has these kind of exaggerated features. And you see that one of her arms looks to be mechanical. In some way, but she looks like a small, sweet woman. She's like, "Oh, it's been so long, so long since we've had." Oh, do come in, do come in. Uh, haven't had a delivery for quite a while, but I've got a lot of great oldies, great <laughs> classics. <laughs> Are you buying? Are you selling? I am. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Uh, how much is this uh, dwarven book worth? Oh, let me take a look. Yes. I, there's nothing in here. <laughs> oh, yep, it's 3D. Take those. Oh, how marvelous. <laughs> oh, this is nice. Do you speak Dwarven? I do. Please, could you could you read an excerpt, please? No, it's all poppycock. What? Just what's the last, the, the end say? Skip to the end. Well, it that doesn't just kind of stops at the powder room. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like they never made it past that one. <laughs> so how much is it worth? Oh, nothing. <laughs> I'll, give you a, I'll give you a store credit. I'll take it. No, fantastic. Well, see, we are, we are looking for this tablet. That is the whole purpose of us being here. What do the tablets have on? Uh, <laughs> old law. Law? Let's have a law section back here. Hold on. 
And she goes back and she wheels in what is essentially like a, a dolly with with a massive set of stone tablets on it. <laughs> it's the only ones I've got. I thought I had more. <laughs> what's, your, what's your name, by the way? I, I haven't thought of the name. <laughs> <laughs> and you know when to pop. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, uh, That's a good Elifax. 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 That's beautiful. It is. Nerd. <laughs> is that is that from something? No. Um, okay. Well, I didn't know if I accidentally made a reference. <laughs> There's a town in Canada called Halifax. That's Not that. What you're thinking about? <laughs> uh, well, we have killed everyone else that knew about these tablets, so it's a good thing you only have two. I'm sure this is the. These right are the time. ones. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's probably it. <laughs> How long have you been down here? <laughs> long time. <laughs> I mean, uh, you could come back with us, Dale. Nope. You... Oh, I have a store to run. <laughs> Don't be silly. How's business? You know what's looking up? <laughs> <laughs> I recently had some customers. You're talking about us. I'm optimistic. Uh, <laughs> Well, uh, I've got a book voucher. I've got a voucher. Oh, do you have store credit? I've got a store credit. <laughs> oh! <laughs> How much will this get me? Two you know tablets? what? You know what? I don't, I don't usually do this. Oh. <laughs> but I like you. Uh. Uh, I haven't seen anyone for a little while. We'll, we'll make a deal. Okay. I'll, I'll give you the tablets for the store credit. And for, let's say, 12... Ruby-sized tangerines! <laughs> he's not happy about this. He's gonna try- Can we, like, barter her? You're gonna try to persuade her down? I'm gonna barter her down. Word persuasion, I think. Twenty. I'll give you six! Final offer, okay, otherwise six, I walk out. Six will do! All right. All right. Well, no, listen. you should really go back and forth. That's not how it's happening. No, oh. I don't want it to happen. The gag is. It's been a long day. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> listen, I'll give you a uh, loyalty card. She takes you, a card and punches you, a hole in it. Okay. There you go. How many slots on the? There's like there's like there's like twenty slots in the card. Listen, tell your friends. I'll be back. Come back. Do you have any books with yellow marks on them? Oh, the yellow sign. Yes. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Fair point. Nope, don't keep those around. Bad news. <laughs> Good call. Um, I suppose we're done. Yes, yeah. take the tablet, let's leave. Bye. Do you have, wait, do you have bubble mm. wrap? He's so oh. yeah, You gift wrap them. <laughs> <laughs> They're for a friend. <laughs> oh. <laughs> she wraps them, puts a nice bow on them. Let you take the dolly. So you can roll it around. Um, as you guys are getting ready to leave, uh, you know, she's, she's sitting there, she has like a cup of tea. And she uh, looks down at the cup of tea just as you guys are like heading to the door, like saying your go goodbyes. And you see a ripple in the tea. We go back in? But oh, you're not outside yet. Oh. Uh. Well, uh, facts, one more question. Yep. What is that thing? That big old thing? It's probably the mutants. 
<laughs> no, no, the, the thing's been flying around. Wings. Oh, that's me. What? <laughs> Come what? in. Oh, there. Why did my voice change? <laughs> they're, my, they're my challenges. Fascinating. <laughs> uh, so, so you just like to see people come through here and uh, be tortured and killed and buy a book and then is, offer them tablets why does my voice keep getting weird that is um that is that is very rude I made very nice challenges for you those challenges I didn't say better I didn't know better I'd say those challenges were, were handpicked for you and people died well, <laughs> yeah, I'm with her. Well, well, did you die? Did you know those people? <laughs> well, well, of course you didn't kill anyone on your way down here. <laughs> Have you been spying on us? Yes, I've been watching the whole time. <laughs> oh, be gone. Let's fight this boss. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> as you. Uh, as you close the door behind you and you hear the, the ding ding, like the instant the door closes, the lights go out. And if you turn, as you turn back to the building, it's empty, completely empty. Um, the luckily, uh, I will, I will say, I, I will allow this for you. I will say that someone asked her the way out. For sure. Uh, <laughs> before, before you dismissed yourself. Yeah. Polo Mario found a map. Somewhere. It's on the back of the voucher of the Lord. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, a, it's, a it's a, there's map. a brochure. <laughs> yeah. And it's just a little sketch yeah. dog map. Yeah, well, it's like, it's like a magical map. Like, you unfold it, and it's the entirety of the Tomb City, and you just, like, touch the map somewhere, and it draws a little red line oh, to where you need to go. Such a nice lady. Yeah. I liked how she m messes with people. <laughs> As you guys uh, begin your journey back, um, still these factories are, like, pumping along in the background. And the as you guys are just and the entire time you have this magical map and it regularly like it does this little thing where it will say rerouting on the map, and, you know as it's like there's a little symbol showing up. It looks like it's like is that a cop car? Like is that traffic? Like is that a mutant? Is that a mutant mass? Like you know like whatever it is like flesh tidal wave, like cat, hand cats, like whatever it is, you know it keeps popping up redirecting you, and you guys. Are, you guys are basically, play, basically playing this game of cat and mouse for uh, for about a week. And Jeez. you're basically wow. trying to get your way out. Um, as you guys are really, you've gone up and up and up across sky bridges, down through tunnels. Uh, like some of these buildings are like, you know, have like fallen over into each other. You're like crawling up the side of, this map has just taken you all these crazy ways. Like it's like taking you up the sides of these like inclined buildings that have fallen against each other. And eventually, you make it back to the main doors of the tomb city. You get there, and there is a uh, there's like a little light there, like right by the door of these giant like like nuclear silo doors. And there's like a like a doorbell. To get out. To get out. <laughs> Perception check on the door. Okay. <laughs> and roll the two. <laughs> All right. Tam, everything seems just fine. Like, 100% fine. Is he still high for, like, all of the... Yeah, yeah, even, like, it's been so long that's like, your tolerance isn't what it used to be. So, yeah, it's just, like, you're still going. It's extended release, one of those. It says one of the extended release formulas. Uh, Leon presses the doorbell. 
you hit the button, and you hear like like through the stone, it's like muffled. You hear like a ding ding. But then you know there's a bit where you hear something kind of start to whir above your head, and Leon looks up and sees these giant horns, like air horns, mm-hmm. like above his head around this box, and then it's like. As the siren starts to go off. That wasn't the doorbell. And even as it does that, and you can vaguely hear the sounds of the mechanisms beginning to grind, as you can also hear sounds coming up from the tomb city, up towards you, attracted, no (laughs) doubt, by the siren. Uh, Go ahead and roll initiative. Uh, They didn't thank this uh, doorbell thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, got a four. Got a fifteen. Leon got an eight. Let's see. This polo Marco Mark is still with us. It's sorry. (laughs) Oh God. Initiative. Probably yeah, rest roll for me. Yeah, you guys are you guys are rested. All right, that's uh, okay. Small grace. Give me give me everybody's. Uh, you had a nat one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. What's what stamps? Fifteen. Fifteen. Uh, Polo Marcos is nat one plus your dex or plus your initiative plus modifier. Four five. It's still higher. Than mine. All right, Leon, what's yours? Eight. <laughs> Eight point one. And Blaze. Four. Hey, let me roll for these guys. What did that just do? Any battle music? In the club. (laughs) (laughs) The final countdown. I didn't know you could sing polo. See here. Ooh, that's a, a 17. Right, cool. Bad guys go first. Got it. How did you get me involved? <laughs> I thought we were going to get the. <laughs> His computer's broken. Don't worry yeah, about that. I'm never doing that again. No good rolls. This is, this is by far the worst I've ever rolled. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Alright, rolling up out of the city are these six figures. Um. Each of them is about seven feet in diameter, you'd say. It's probably the best. Or, sorry, not diameter. Not diameter would be... No, it'd be their diameter. Yeah, they're the, the distance across. They're, they're, they're basically like big blobs of roiling. Just uh, think about every body part that you can think of and just start thinking about those. They're all there. Everything's present. Legs, arms, teeth, eyes. Just all the, all the best parts. I think I'm having a bad trip. <laughs> <laughs> There's about six of them come like boiling up out of the out of the ruins, um, and all around them are also these swarms of these smaller creatures that are just like crawling over everything. Like I, someone had mentioned the flood, like yeah. from Halo. Like yes, yeah, like very flood as these like little swarms of these little things crawling all around, uh, seemingly attracted by the sound. So <clears throat> let me go ahead and make these rolls. Um, they are all, let's say, 
what are we gonna do? How are we gonna decide how many is gonna attack everybody? Uh, is anybody standing particularly far forward? Do you think? Does anyone present a, a larger, more delectable target? Uh, is, is anyone leading the front particularly courageously? Can't, can't be out front. Okay. <laughs> Ham's gonna get a few more. He has, to, he, he has to face his demon's head on. He's <laughs> hot. Okay. So what's your what's your AC? Sixteen. Okay, so I don't remember. For D and D, what's the rule? If you if you meet the AC, I believe it's a hit. It's a hit. Okay. Yeah. So let's see. Here we go one hit. Okay, so we got two hits on Tamp. As these things lash out with all sorts of different appendages, let's say. Bring it on, you eldritch meatballs. <laughs> <laughs> okay, one. Are you doing oh that's not actually not too bad. Uh doing twelve points of damage. What does that put Tamp at? Sixty seven. Jesus. I forget how beefy yeah, actual fighters are. The uh, you know, barbarians too. Yeah, he right. Is 12. And he's just tough, you know, he's, he's stringy. Just a top of leathery guy. skin. Leathery skin. Alright, next up is indeed. Amp himself. Nice. Um, how close are they? Well, you have three right up on you. Oh, I, I guess I should have. Sorry, I actually need to calculate the other ones that are gonna attack. Pardon me. Damn, there's there's more. And then, uh, so we're gonna have one. It's gonna go for Polo Marco. What's Polo Marco's AC? Never mind. It's lower than 19. Ouch. All right, then it's going to do. Polo Marco is going to take four damage. Uh, then let's do a roll for the one that's going to attack Blaze. What's Blaze's AC? Twelve. Twelve, you say? Mm-hmm. Hmm. So, I think you. So Blaze barely misses. I mean, barely misses me. And the last one's going to go for Leon. Leon, what's Leon's AC? Sixteen. Sixteen. Leon's going to take a hit. He is going to take. One of the, he's going to take five damage. So, Tam, when you're ready. Bonus action, Rage, Divine Smite, hit with a great axe. Okay. All right. I don't know what those things mean. <laughs> I barely do. So, I get two attacks as of Eagle Totem. Okay. I think that's right. Put an extra attack on my sheet. I mean, first, first attack is a... Um, well... That hits? Oh, really? Yes. Okay. Nice. Um, Turns out big fleshy beast, not terribly good at ducking and dodging. It's kind of like we're attacking one big blob, though, right? It's, if you were to look closely, you might find that there are tendrils attaching them back to something. It's almost as if they're all tethered to something Gotcha. that's coming. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> you go, go so, so far, far, think about it. You're like, wait a second. <laughs> that haze in the distance looks, looks closer than it was. Okay, <laughs> nice. It's gonna be a total of 25 damage. 
25 damage. Yeah. Uh, wow. That's, I rolled really well in the damage, and then plus 2 for raging, and then 2d8 for the divine smite. That's radiant damage, if that matters. That divine smite damage. Ooh. So that was 25, you said? 25. How much damage was radiant? 13. Okay. Uh, Roger, uh, this creature, you, you know, you get a good hit on this thing. Tamp is still pretty high, uh, and you get a pretty good chop, but you see that despite all of the arcane that you've just snorted, uh, I say just snorted about a week ago now, uh, <laughs> you feel like Lathander is still with you. And Praise the morning wood! <laughs> <laughs> as, you, as you cry your praise out, the, uh, your, the energy that is, that is like imbued in your axe strikes additionally devastatingly difficult as this creature not only is split in half begins to melt before your eyes just right. down Damn. onto the ground wow. as, for as one of these creatures is destroyed uh, so next we are looking at of course Leon uh, what Leon like to bring to the table he uh, takes some jars out from his cloak and just like sprays poison poison spray Okay. Um, so he has some Creature has to make a Constitution saving throw. Well, it would if it were not immune to poison. Damn! Oh. Unfortunate. Wasted shit. Stupid daddy. <laughs> <laughs> what do you say? Stupid, stupid daddy. <laughs> uh, so yes, so imagine Leon like like sprays out these, like tries to look all cool. It's cloak billowing back, <laughs> and this thing just drinks. Just blood, uh, blood, 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 blood. Okay. Note to self. Note to, to self. Check. Note. Alright. Uh, Polo. Alright. I'm gonna use cunning actions for a bonus action, and I'm gonna hide. Okay. So That's true, you can do that. So roll your, roll your stealth roll. Oh, shit! Fifteen. Fifteen. I don't know. Throw to four. Oh wow! And you got up to fifty. Okay, that that passes. Okay. So you wow. you manage to hide, but now that you're hidden, what are you going to do? I'm gonna attack the closest one. All right. I'm gonna use. A well, it's actually yes because you all are also so small. You can actually just hide behind creatures. Yeah, normally I hide behind Leon. <laughs> right. <laughs> On his back. So you manage to duck and dodge through some of the rubble as this thing's coming at you, and then you can now attack from a hidden vantage point. Alright, you're gonna hit it with assassinate, so roll your attack roll twice, because you are hidden and an assassin, so technically you roll with advantage. So it's 1d4 plus 5. No, you roll your d20 oh, yeah, plus, d20 9. plus 9. Roll it again, because you have advantage. Uh, yeah, so either one of those would have hit. So now roll your 1d4. Now the other have two daggers. I forgot about that. Okay, so yes, you can then attack twice. So that's one of your daggers hit. Roll for the other one. That's a natural 20 yeah. on that one. Yes, so you have a natural 20. Okay, so uh, roll your... So roll 1d4 plus 5. Your damage on one of them. <clears throat> it's the uh, that one, yes. Two. Five, Wait, no, no, it's the one beside is a D four. That one. Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, 
Uh, eight. One of them. Okay, eight. So that is going to be 16 damage. Another 16 damage for however much it is, 32. All right, now roll 4d6 for your sneak attack damage. <laughs> three. <laughs> just just roll, roll three more times. Oh, yeah. One more. All right. Uh, I imagine Polo Marco leaps into, you know, like when Scrooge McDuck leaps into a, a mound of gold. Imagine it's a lot like that, except it's Polo Marco, a our resident, our, our resident murder halfling, leaping into a fleshy mass and just and just begins to and just begins to swim around in it with daggers out. Yeah. By the time he comes out the other side, this thing too just kind of like just kind of deflates, like because all of its insides have been liquefied. Just as this one too seems to have been. Destroyed. Scary little boy. <laughs> I love you. All right, uh, let's hear from uh, let's hear from Blaze. The Blaze. How far away is Polo Marco? Um, we'll say that Polo Marco is. I don't know. We'll say he's like ten feet away. He's not far. You guys are pretty close. Vampire, touch me. No. <laughs> <laughs> he's actually gonna give him spider climb. What? Oh, why would you do that? Yes. <laughs> Uh, with the Come modification, <laughs> so it'll be a quicken spell with meta magic. So I'll take two That's right. sorcery points. All right, you're lower. Just, so you're so is that a touch spell? That's a touch spell. Okay, so you walk over to him and touch walk him. Over, just saunter over and boop. Okay, you are gonna take climb, a little man. You climb. are gonna take an attack of opportunity from the creature that is directly beside you. If you want. Oh, okay. I'll I'll take it. He's too cocky to do otherwise. Okay, let me let me roll that. Uh, let me roll that attack then. Uh, let's see. But I still need to do a spell. Yeah. Okay. It is. What's your AC? Thir Twelve. Twelve. All right. It hits you. Yeah. And it does eight damage. Okay. Oh, I'm squishy. Yeah, you are. What's your HP at? Six damage. Yep. Twenty-six. Got plenty. Okay. I got plenty. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> how many? How many are left? Uh, how many are left? Uh, I think that's four left. Yeah. You said six originally. Yep. So you watch over you. You touch uh, Polo Marco. Yep. Who can now climb on walls? Edie. And go upside down, and your hands are free. Basically wants to do the most evil shit, and then magic missile. Good old-fashioned old magic good missile. Old fashioned one. <clears throat> or force, one twenty feet. So is that three darts? Yep, three darts oh, at one four damage. Four plus one force damage. For each one. So that's four each. Four each. Okay. Oh, you're not, are you are you gonna, are you roll them all together? Uh, right. I thought, okay. I thought one, two... So it was a four, a two, and a five. Four, two, five, which is eleven. Okay, so... Twenty-five left? Okay, cool. Cool, so back up to the top with these creatures as they are going to make their attacks again. Uh, the one is going to squelch back over wild to you. Magic. What? Oh, wild, yeah, give me your wild magic surge. Mm -hmm. We're, I feel like we're doing wild magic wrong. I feel like it doesn't trigger every time, but you know what? It's fun. <laughs> Let's trigger it every time. <laughs> I want to see, see more of it. Up. <laughs> so, uh. Da, 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 da. 
What is the worst thing that could happen with a wild magic surge? It depends it's on what table bad. you're using. Yeah. Like some of the tables are. Sometimes you just fireball yourself. Yeah. Oh, I remember that extended one Joe had. You can destroy the fucking universe. Yeah, if you and if you if you it's what? a it's a ten thousand <laughs> item list, and if you if you roll a ten thousand. Is that the one you use with the can ham of yep. wonder? Yep. Yeah. That was it. Okay, so we're doing it. We're just we're gonna play it. It's fine. Yeah. Fine. So uh, go ahead and roll that D one hundred and let's see what you get. That's a forty. What do we get? What's a forty? What's guys? in the box? <clears throat> You turn into a potted plant until the start of your next turn. Yes! <laughs> oh my while, god. While a plant, you're incapacitated and vulnerable to all damage. If you drop to zero, your pot breaks happen. and your form reverts. Hey, Tucker's got. Yeah. Hold on, hold on. Okay. Sorry, I got a 40. I was wrong. That's a 41. I regained 2d10 hit points. <laughs> oh, come on. Sorry. I just read it wrong. <laughs> it went from awesome to shit. Everybody wants to see me burn. Uh, roll your dice and <laughs> take back to hit your health. Boring. Uh, 14. Yes. Back up. Gross. Back up to speed. This guy's just a gross How do you sleep at night? How do you sleep at night? <laughs> Alright, this thing is gonna slither back over to uh, you and is gonna make to you for Blaze and is going to take another attack. Um, 12 AC. That's 17 is what it's going to end up being. Uh, so it's going to attack you and make a good hit. Uh, let's go ahead and roll that D8. Uh, so take 6 damage again. Okay. Alright. And then uh, there's one still on uh, Leon. Leon, this one's attacking you. That one misses. We still have 2 on Tamp. Two hits on Tamp. Bring it on. It's gonna be that's ten damage for Tamp. And I think that's it, actually. Yep. Um, as you guys hear this, there is a that uh, rumbling. What sort of damage is that? Piercing, bludgeoning, bludgeoning. slashing. That's five. So you take half damage. That's right. So, you guys hear something in the distance. You hear that sound of something big coming your way. Um, as you, you see the tendrils that, that run the ground the way that, that uh, this kind of street that comes up to these big doors, you see these tendrils pulse. Just go, 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 as some type of fluid seems to be like, push, like being pushed out through this umbilical cord to these creatures. All of them, from all of their orifices, all their jaws, all of their eye holes, or whatever, begin to pour this noxious green fluid um, that reeks and smells terribly poisonous. We run. Oh, uh, the door is still opening. It's still not opening. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's still open. Yeah, you can slowly hear it opening. Like it's probably about inch open now. Oh, two foot tall. <laughs> <laughs> What does my divine sense tell me about these creatures? Fiendish. In nature. Um, so well, let's, let's go, go to Tamp! Poisonous. What do you think would happen if I targeted the tethers? I don't know. I was thinking about it. You would that. probably put, put yourself in a disadvantaged situation. situation. I would say you'd probably, probably at least, uh, at least expose yourself to an attack of opportunity. I was thinking about it already. <clears throat> I'm just gonna keep doing it head on. Okay. Same thing as last time. I'm gonna use my last divine smite. 
Smite divinely. Since I'm doing that, I'm gonna do reckless attack. Okay. Which means I gain advantage on my first attack. And, and then attacks on, on you have advantage as well. Good. On this divine smite. Smite is the first roll was not great. Second roll that is really good. seventeen plus eight. Plenty good. Yep. It's a good hit. So let's go ahead and deal with this this divine this divine, divine tamp, tamp damage. damage. <sighs> oh. Oh. <laughs> 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 oh. I roll a one for my damage, but because of uh, something that I have, I can re-roll. Oh yeah, you can re-roll ones and twos. Oh yes, that's right. Yeah. Nice. Re-roll the barbarian thing. Eight plus six. Fourteen regular damage. Fourteen regular. And then two D eight. Wonder if I can re-roll ones on Divine Smite. Probably not. Probably not. I mean, if it's from a different class, yeah, most likely not. not. So and then seven radiant damage. Okay, this one is still extremely damaged, uh, but is not quite down. Uh, you did not manage to hit all the way out. you have another attack? Oh, yeah, I do. No, okay. We didn't even do the second attack last round, I don't think. Oh, oh I don't think we did. did. Oh. Um, all right, this is just a regular... Um, 19? 19 hits. That's a two on the D12, so I can re-roll that. Plus... Thirteen... Flashing damage. This time, you just pummel this thing into the ground, slicing and dicing. No magic specifically, but it's enough to still pull this thing apart. And the, the, this umbilical is now, like, swishing around, like, spraying this, like... This poisonous, noxious fluid out like some kind of fire hose. I don't like that. <laughs> uh, go ahead with Leon. So, are we? Is this like bridge or this, these ruins? Are there metal since they're like advanced, it's an advanced civilization? Or is they're it made like of the same living stone. This stone that's incredibly tough, incredibly resistant. Same as one stone. Yes, the same as the prison. What's made of? Just the ruins. Now there might be wolves. We might say that there's like there might be like a metal like railing up to where you are or something like that, like up to this road that goes to where the door is. Well, I want to cast heat metal. Mm. If it's touching metal, I don't think I don't think there's going to be a good spot for that. This blob isn't touching any metal. No, not the blob that's right in front of you. Okay. Fine. So can I do... God, I wish you would have turned into a potted plant. Ah, Rare nice. <laughs> <laughs> insults. Uh, I guess I'll do acid splash for my action. Is okay. it immune to acid? Are you asking yeah, me? Yeah, I, can, I, throw, the... I throw a bottle of acid on it. Is it immune? <laughs> okay, it does not appear to be immune okay. to acid. Okay. Is it susceptible? What's um, it? Let's see. It appears to be susceptible to so acid. So make a dexterity saving throw. Dex saving throw. These things, not necessarily the best. They're not the worst, but they're not the best at decks. Damn it! That's a 17, yeah. Wow. Miss. Miss? Okay. Uh, man, Leon's whiffing it. 
yeah. over here. It turns out he's way better at balancing the books than he is <laughs> at, uh, at engaging in combat with uh, terrible creatures. Uh, Polo Marco. All right. Spider Monkey, here we go. <laughs> so you're right next to the wall. And like the ceiling of this area is like the ceiling of this tunnel. It's probably about 10, 15 feet tall. So you could feasibly go up the wall and, and up on the ceiling above these creatures. What I want to do is, uh, what I would like to do okay. is use my action bonus to dash. Okay, up to do the a double dash. Yep. Get into a position where I can drop down and attack the tendrils. Oh, you want to attack one of the tendrils? Okay, and I'm say if you're doing it from above, then you would not get that attack of opportunity done. Nice. I don't think. So there is one that's right next to you, the one that was attacking Blaze. Okay. So you can go up the wall, like Matrix run up the wall, and drop down <laughs> on its tendril <laughs> and attempt to slice the tendril. Yeah. Okay, go ahead and make me your attack roll. All right, I'm going to use a... You, you can take the advantage on that still, because right, I mean, so it's, it's pretty amb- advantageous. 15 plus the advantage... Yeah, what's your attack bonus? Isn't it like plus nine? Nine. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's more than sufficient. Uh, go ahead and roll me your damage roll. Six. And then nine. Six and nine. Six and nine, your two attacks. Okay. Um, and then, I'm trying to think. Yeah, and, and go ahead and four. do your attack. Your, um, yes, your four. 16. Sixteen. Okay. It's just, it's just like they're just glass cannons. These assassin <laughs> roads, man. Let me get this um, tendril. You drop down on this tendril. I imagine at some point in time, like Marco Polo just biting out of his teeth. <laughs> Baby climbing <laughs> up the wall. Get it. Um, you you cut this thing and you cut this thing, and as you do, this fluid starts to leak out. Uh, go ahead and make me a dex check. No, no, don't make me a dex check. Maybe a constitution check. I don't want the rogue making a dex check. That's ridiculous. It's really good, right? Okay. Make a constitution check. 16 plus uh, 1, 17. Okay, fine. You're fine. <laughs> fine, you're Try fine. as you may. <laughs> Nothing. Uh, Baby, get Marco cuts That's this thing up, and, uh, and uh, Blaze, the creature in front of you, does not perish, but wilts significantly. Uh, it seems to take a lot of a lot of its fire out, uh, as its lifeline you see has literally been cut. Uh, that being said, it's beginning to come into view something into the edge of the light. Uh, it seems to not be so much a creature; it's just a wall. Did um did targeting the tendril have any particular effect? Uh, if the casual observer, this thing looks like it's not doing nearly as well as it was just a moment ago. I'd say I've done a significant amount of damage to it. And that it appears to be now leaking its fluid out of both sides of this thing. So next turn, it might take some damage too. Yeah, please. Uh, I think he's just gonna try a chill touch on the one that's nearest to it. One d eight necrotic. Can't regain hit points. Yeah, simple. Simple. Easy peasy. Easy peasy. Chill touch. That's eleven. Eleven. Okay, this thing takes takes all of that. It does a significant amount of damage. Uh, not quite dead though, but you do not know if it's going to make it to its. Sorry, next turn. the eleven was the attack roll. Oh no, that's a failure. That's that a fail. Misses. All right. So I'm literally Hard right next to it. You are. Cockily try and just. Boop. <laughs> Doesn't work. And I miss. Swing and a miss. 
<laughs> okay. Uh, these things are going to attack. The ones that are uh, are still that are hooked up still uh, seem to have a uh, a new poisonous vigor about them. There are two still hooked up. Yep, still right next to uh, there's uh, next to Tamp and next to Leon, I believe. No. Yeah. Wait. Wasn't there one next? To I me? I killed all. There's mine. one. Sorry, there's no, you didn't. <laughs> there's <laughs> no, no, no. There's only one next to Tamp. There's one next to uh, Leon, and there's one next to Blaze. Yes. Uh, they are so the one that's going to attack Tamp is going to go first. It's going to have advantage yeah, attacking right. Tamp. Yeah. So let's roll two. Okay, it gets a good hit. It's going to do a D eight of damage. So it's going to do that. Uh, blah, blah, blah. So that's five damage. But that's not the end of the story nowadays. Um. Let's so go ahead and make a Constitution saving. Okay, you feel the poison course through your veins, uh, but the uh, still extremely high amount of arcane seems to snuff it out. I was born in the poison. You merely adopted it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, uh, Leon, this one's going to attack you. Let's see. Leon, that is a swing and a miss on the one attacking Leon, and then the last one's going to attack Blaze. Uh, what is Blazes? Twelve. Ooh, that's a hit. No. Wait, no, no, it's always plus four. That's a mess. Did you give me any damage? Yes, I think it was like six or something like that. No, it's five damage. Five damage. Uh, so swing and a miss on you guys again. Dodge. Um, the, as this wall, this mound of writhing biomass is being pushed up, like, it looks like you ever watched a bread dough expand? <laughs> a lot like that, just slowly. To, no, not that slowly, but like it just just pushing up and seeming to envelop all of the buildings as it goes up this big ramp, like up to this tunnel where you guys are. Like maybe you can be even beginning to like feel your eardrums, like the pressure of your eardrums, like pushing in as this thing is like it's like welling up into this I'll, tunnel below. Like a, I would like <laughs> to look. That sneak a peek at how high the door is now. <laughs> the door? It's, uh, it's like a two inches. Ah, God damn it. Damn. Slowest uh, door. Uh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> Can you see under it? No, like it's doing it from the middle. From the middle, okay. Yeah. Okay. You see that beyond it is another door. That's great. One inch, one inch per six seconds. Yeah. That's what we've got. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There's another door behind it. Yeah, that one hasn't started yet. Anyway, uh, I'm sure it's fine. Don't worry about it. Uh, so, you guys uh, go ahead with Tam. Uh, I will target the, the the thing on the thing and take. The it's thing. three, right? Tendril. Three tendrils. Yeah. Three, three tendrils. Yeah. Okay. So you're gonna get your so you're gonna take attack of opportunity if you're gonna like, get to that position. Yeah. Okay. So that's a swing and a miss for Tam. The one it missed you. For this? This is well, the I don't story. Remember when. I, no, my two hit. Oh, Saving throw or ability check. Okay. Eleven. Let me check that. Um, but I think this. Uh, an eleven right. is a failure. Uh, you do have more than one attack, though. Yeah. Second attack. Uh, nineteen. Nineteen hits. Go ahead and roll your damage. Nine damage. 
Nine damage. Okay, this thing too, this one in front of you, it uh, you cleanly cleave the tendril. It begins to blow out this poison. Uh, roll me a Constitution saving throw. Sixteen. That's plenty. Uh, you you huff in some of this poison, uh, but again, you've huffed out worse things. <laughs> oh so. my god! <laughs> Voluntarily. Such a drughead. Okay, so we're gonna take that down too. Okay. Uh, this thing again, like, kind of wilts underneath. It seems to have like as it begins to like hemorrhage out this effluvia, uh, out this uh, umbilical reaching up from the the flesh wall. Uh, so then we go to Leon. Alright, he's gonna like smash some potion on his core staff and it's gonna do green flame, so he's gonna try to attack this with that. Okay. Cool. Absolutely. I think it's actually green flame. Yeah. Kind of like green lantern. It's a 20. It's, it's a natural 20 or a Ooh. modified 20? Just a 20. Natural. You just like... roll a raw. Yeah. Well, I hit the uh, attack. Oh, okay. There's just a, it's a modified 20. So, yeah, yeah, so go ahead and roll your damage then. So, damage is 7, but also plus. Let's see what the. Green flame. Um, 1d8 flame. So, I'll roll that. So this is um, 13, 13 damage for one tendril. Okay, you're attacking the like the umbilical. Yeah. Okay. But it, it also make the fire can hop from that to another one. So oh. I want to do that as well. Cool. So one tendril gets 13 damage. Okay, that one, the one that's attacking you, gets burned up. Okay. And. And I will say because you're not well, no, because you are right there on top of it, aren't you? So you, okay, so you if you wanted to move to strike it because you were striking it physically, you'll have had to have taken attack of opportunity. Okay. Okay, so let's take that attack real quick. So that's a four, it's a miss. And then roll a constitution check as this cloud of green poison burst out. Okay, hold on. Um, eight. Okay, you are going to take six damage and you're going to have disadvantage on your next roll okay. as you begin to heave but this other flame hits for seven points for seven points as well for the on the tentacle next okay, okay. the next the next tentacle uh the next umbilical is uh is also well, which one are you sending it to the one that was the near. first one was all for one and then seven fire it can hop to another okay. ten and you're tentacle. saying that's the one that was on Tamp? Sure. Or the one... Okay. I'll say Tamp, since it seems probably has the most. Well, Tamp... Oh, no. Tamp's already has an um, it's umbilical cut. Okay. Then... This one. What Whichever one has the most damage taken. Whichever one has the one most damage taken. No. Can't remember which one was which. Remember, I cut the umbilical. Yeah, this one's one. Oh, okay. So it's just going to attack one of them. I, oh, right. Sure. Mm -hmm. Okay. For seven fire. Okay, cool. Uh, so let's say it goes to the one to... That's Tamp. It's fine. All right. Uh, go ahead for Polo. What did you say? I took set six damage? Yes. Polo Marco, you still have the one in front of you. It's cut its umbilical, but it's... Uh... Yeah, I'm just going to straight up attack. Okay. Because yep. I'm already there and I've already cut something. If you're attacking it while it's engaged in 
melee with uh, Blaze, you can get on the other side of it and flank it, which would give you your your advantage, your sneaky advantage. That's plenty. <laughs> yes. Yeah. A seven. Okay, you go ahead and you cut through this thing again. Uh, this time, not so much going through it as much as climbing up it, just stabbing as you go. Like, ice, ice, yeah. ice, 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 uh, okay, so then we are back over to Blaze. It's just one in front of me. And that one's dead now. Oh. Uh, what? What's the? There's two more. There's one on Tamp and one on Leon. Gotcha. Right. Uh, There's the flesh wall too. If you want to attack that. The flesh wall. The flesh wall. <laughs> oh. I'm sorry. Did I not make that clear? There's it's a flesh coming wall. At us. I thought yes. that was just like a shadow. It's, nope, it's coming. Wall. It's moving like. It's engulfed right oh. entire side. Oh. There's like. Oh. That's oh, so great. Great. There's like a big Akira thing. Oh, uh, maybe Akira, I keep checking the door. <laughs> Almost three inches wide. Oh. <laughs> and you said there's I? another door. Sure, What's there's the lots of doors. Of the other door behind Don't worry it? about the other door. <laughs> it's important. It's not. <sighs> Let's kill them. All right. Uh, what do you think happens to a group of adventurers who get squeezed through a three-inch gap? <laughs> They die. <laughs> what do you think? Alright, let me do a vampiric touch on the nearest one. Slurp Actually, up. let me make it a distance spell. Ooh. Ooh uh, just do it from over here. So when you cast a spell that has a range of touch, how yeah. far away is the wall of flesh? Uh, we'll say it's... I'm going to say it's still pretty far away. Far, yeah, okay. No, it's too far. It's too far. Alright, let's just deal with this thing okay. that's nearby. I don't think Grease is gonna slow the wall down, is it? I don't know. <laughs> Hard to say. Uh, I mean, surely it, it should have to make, you know, a. Deck save make the wall, the wall, the wall of flesh. I mean, that's, that's incredibly <laughs> just like it's insane. The lines make it make a dex check. What does it look like when it falls over? It can be like Delta breathe. All right, Suck let me just that. let me do a vampiric touch on the one that's remaining. Okay, and I'll make it a modified. How far away is it? That's uh, within thirty feet, I'd say. Okay, now then it'll need a distance spell, so that'll be one sorcery point. Vampiric touch. Uh, can I get can I get a flash of insight? No. Does really. flash of insight work? Well, he has to do it on his turn. Oh, uh, right. That's a seven. So I think that's a solid note. That's a solid note. There's the vampiric. We'll say the vampiric touch spell goes off and it does hit the wall of flesh. <gasps> and as it does, you just you feel a little bit of your own life force being drawn into the wall of flesh. What? From where you are. <laughs> I don't think Not that's enough real. to create damage, but it's. Uh, <laughs> It's still no fun. Oh, no. All right. It's like one of those moments where you feel like you need to run. Yeah. Okay. Like it's, yeah. it's almost like one of those times where you feel like you're fighting Everything something. So these two creatures scary. having their umbilicals cut, they are like are beginning to almost shrink. Like, like as all their juices 
are coming out. Now, but that does not Jesus. stop them. <laughs> that does not stop them from uh, from still attacking Tamp and Leon. So they are still struggling, struggling to uh, to ingest you guys. Uh, so Tamp, the first one hits you, Leon. Uh, what's that plus? What's Leon's? Is he sixteen? Does not hit Leon. Uh, Tamp. Tamp, let's go ahead and do that. That's going to be another five damage. Tamp. Two, two. Yep. And then go ahead and make that con roll again. Oh, shit. Eight. <laughs> Eight? Okay. Uh, let's go ahead and give you a D8 of damage. Another four damage. That's just straight four. And your next attack is going to be at a disadvantage. As Jokes you, on you, I'll never attack again. <laughs> as you wretch, you become a pacifist. All right. Uh, at this point, the wall is looks like it's almost beginning to build up speed, as it seems to be being forced through the smaller tunnel. We have clear. Yeah, I'd say so. And if I was going to guess, I'd say if I were a guessing man, I'd say like two turns. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we got this. We got this, gentlemen. Alright. Uh, go to Tam. Tam. Let's Tam. 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 This is what you're made for. You, <laughs> you have Just to fight like, this thing. Ugh. Just like you had to take the drugs. You need the arcade. You have to attack this thing. Here's the thing, though. Aren't they just going to die on their own? They're already deflated. We don't know how long it's going to take. I kind of want to ram the door. It's a stone. Remember, it's hard as the one stone prison. You're gonna make a strength check Joe's on the giant, the giant vault door. <laughs> do you do you want to uh, like, like, like you just want to ram into it? Like a crowbar effect with your horns. With your horns, yeah. Can I make an attack? Dash and then bonus action ram the door. No. <laughs> no, because dashing would be using your bonus action. Would be using your bonus action. That'd be like using um, your action and your other thing. I can... Oh, wait a second. You have a special Minotaur thing, don't you? For running and attacking. Odon Spirit Eagle can use dash action as a bonus action. <laughs> okay. Ooh. There you go. But then for the Glowing Rush, after dash action, can't ram as a bonus action, so I couldn't ram it. Guess not. But you can get close. Do you want to attack this but thing? But you can attack two times with the dash? Is that what you're saying? No. Look, we have one option. You can run away from this thing and let it get an attack opportunity on you. And dash to the wall. Or to the door, if you want. Get or to the flesh to the wall. If you just want to the, run straight to the flesh wall. wall. Yeah. yeah, I'll do that. I'll disengage, take an attack of opportunity. And run straight to the flesh wall? And what? what? <laughs> 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 yeah, and um, dash to the door and ram it. Okay. Uh, so let's do that attack of opportunity on Tamp here real quick. Let's see what we get. Attack of opportunity on Tamp. That is a. How about your AC? 16. 16 misses. Nice. Eight. Dash and ram the door. Okay. What do I need to do? I, guess. I have no idea, man. Do you not know your character? <laughs> <laughs> well, I can do it. I mean, I have a horn attack. You want me to make an attack roll against the door? Make a some type of strength related. Roll. The hell was that? Cats fighting. Oh, it was cats fighting outside. Yeah. Or having sex. They sound like. Yeah, so maybe like a strength okay. roll on the door. Um, because I'm raging, I've got advantage <laughs> to strength checks. Uh, see what you got. 
three. I'm gonna roll again for advantage. Sixteen plus Much four, better. twenty. All right, Tamp uh, hits the door, uh, and I imagine like he runs to the door. He this thing whiffs after him. He runs to the door and slams into it with his minotaur horns and puts his arms between his hands between the like the now three inch whole three inches of gap between the door and begins to try to rend them apart. Um, with a twenty, you are just able to accelerate the rate at which these doors open. So now you think there's a whole foot of space between the two doors. Oh, uh, can get through. And as you as you do this, and you you hear like gears like 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 almost like being pushed further, and even the door next door you can see has also now begun to come up. Uh, you think this might be just what you need to get through there, especially if you can get another another good round of this off. You okay. think you might be able to do it. Uh, go ahead and give me for who was next, Leon. Uh, I'm just gonna try to acid splash. So okay. Dex save for. Let's roll this dex dex save. Uh, That is a... Had to be over, or 14 or over. Okay, it misses. All right. It's a 13. 10. 10 damage. Okay, this thing uh, sputters and wilts under the acid as it judders and dies, kind of coming coming puddle. Nice. There. Excellent. You hear a, hear a, a terribly dark, almost... Like deep, almost painful cry from the wall of flesh that is moving its way up towards you. It's not getting any sympathy from me. Making it sad. (laughs) Making it sad. Um, Let's go ahead with um, Polo. I dash to the door and try and squeeze through. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Polo Mago, you have no problem against the door and begin to squeeze through. Yeah. You make it probably, probably a whole like I don't know, like as far as like the width. This door is like insanely deep. Like just the how uh, uh, thick the door is, you probably get like a whole four feet in there. <laughs> uh, go ahead. Oh, is that all you're doing? You can, uh, yeah, I'm trying. Okay. to get, I'm trying to get <laughs> yeah, out of there. Push it with your legs. Yeah, can, 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 can I help push? Can I like brace with my legs and feet sideways? Give me a strength roll at disadvantage. Oh, nice. You're a halfling. I got an eighteen. Yeah, no, What's not... the disadvantage? You roll twice and take the worst result. Plus zero. <laughs> yes. So, uh, so yeah, twelve. So uh, you're not able to get anything done. Well, I'm just gonna. But it's wait. a thought that counts. I'm gonna time. dash again on my next. When it comes to a wall of flesh <laughs> pressing you into paste, it's a thought that counts. So, uh, Blaze. <laughs> uh, this thing's far away. It's over there by where Tamp was. Like I'm gonna whip out my crossbow. Yeah, you are. And try and. Watch out! Watch out! Nineteen. Wow. Sweet. And that's a seven piercing. All right. It's <laughs> for whatever reason, you hit this thing in an especially soft spot. Maybe it's brain question mark. Uh, and it like kind of just judders and spasms uh, as that too kind of kind of goes like flat. Yes. Um. So. Uh, so all the enemies are. I say all the enemies. The wall of flesh is still coming. Uh, and oh boy, is it coming. It does not seem now that it gets to the point and now there's like like tendrils and hands like reaching forward and clawing uh, its way yeah. down the tunnel, like or like up the tunnel, like up this ramp towards you guys. Uh, Tamp. 
Would you like to give it another go? Yeah. Don't let go of the door. Strength check. Strength check. Tamp and Polo would he... trying to open the door. Go ahead, whenever you're ready. Uh, okay. A foot, so, but everybody can fit through it besides Tamp, probably, huh? Oh, nuts. 12. Did you roll twice? That's with advantage. What's your bonus? Plus four. I got an eight, and my strength is plus four. Oof. Tamp, you don't know if that's good enough. What uh, are the others? Oh, you're getting in my way. <laughs> I'll, I'll go ahead, Leon. Leon, what do you want to do? Now, um, Leon, you don't have to use strength necessarily. All right, I'll use strength. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Fuck the DM. I do it all. That's what you uh, get for helping. <laughs> Yo, a plethora of other skills. <laughs> History. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> Or <laughs> um, an artificer, like I know. I think I did something. Make me wrong. something. You always do like an intelligence. If you yeah, just want to do like an intelligence check. You think you did something wrong? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like on your sheet. <laughs> like, like with your distinct know. lack of charmed weapons. Yeah, and the stuff. charmed weapons. I kind <laughs> Used of weapons. Um, <coughs> yeah, I'll just use an intelligence roll. All right. See if you can throw something my way. 22. 22. 22. Okay, um, as Tamp is still, like, struggling to pull this apart, you see that, like, uh, down, like, maybe, like, at Tamp's feet, you can actually see there's, like, a hatch. There's, like, a small, like, access panel. And you, like, quickly, like, run, but, like, you, like, you, like, go between Tamp's legs and, like, pull this panel open. And you can see, like, a bunch of, like, whirring gears down there. And you work some artificer magic. And again, with my staff. you just like slam your staff <laughs> down there. And again, like Tamp, and Tamp probably thinks it's him. Because like, of as the, as the as the doors again, like <laughs> now they're probably open like a whole two feet. And you can see that it seems to like the whole mechanism seems to still be running faster. You see the doors beyond also uh, opening up. Still not quite there though. Uh, so, Blaze. how far can we see? How many doors? You can probably the second door is probably now beginning to open. You can see a third door. Still beyond. This is where you prove yourself to the group. This is it. <laughs> is this thing open? Is this humanoid? The door? It's the, what no, humanoid? the creature, the wall of flesh. It's the wall of flesh, a humanoid. Is, is it fleshy, human flesh? I think he said it was fiendish. Spit on it. <laughs> it's not. You're. Does it understand language? Your question is dumb. For reasons that are that are a part of the game, for mechanical reasons. Okay. <laughs> I like it. it is harsh but fair. No. It Does it speak languages? You're gonna try to reason. You the wall don't know. All right, he's gonna he's gonna. How fast is it moving? Pretty fast. Too fast. All right, he's gonna be near the door. Okay. And he's gonna try to suggest that the wall of flesh doesn't oh my God. come to us. I'm going to suggest he gets a nat 20 something You like shall that. not pass! Go back! <laughs> Alright. A creature you can see within range that can hear and understand you. Yeah. Hmm. It's got ears. For sure it's got it's ears. It's got loads of ears. So many ears. <laughs> it's got so many ears. Alright, let's, um... This is... What's longer than a long shot? <laughs> yeah. It's gonna be a nat 20. The longest shot. Let's do this wisdom or saving throw. It's gonna be a nat 20. Um... But I am gonna roll it twice. Okay, what am I? You you got this. Yeah, I got this. Don't you worry. I'm gonna, it's gonna roll with advantage because it has so many ears. Okay, that first one's a three. 
Second one is a 15. Mm. Uh, What's, what are we looking for? What are we looking to beat? Uh, I need to cast it. Your, like your caster DC? Shit. 13. No, no, no. What it's about not, a it's not flash listed. of genius? Yes, I can do that. Um, can you do that as a instant, yeah, as a reaction? I think it's at any it point. Come up with, when you, so this, I come up with solutions under pressure when you are another creature you can see within 30 feet of you makes an ability check or saving throw. You can use this, your reaction to add your intelligence modifier to the roll. There you go. To add? Yeah. But you, so you could assist the wall of flesh. Yes. Or, or detract. No, it doesn't add. say detract. It just says add. Oh, so this doesn't help. Uh, so you can help, help the wall of flesh do better than it already did, <laughs> if you would like. Nope, never mind. <laughs> so he's he's by everybody and he screams, "You shall not pass!" <laughs> and then this lumbering thing goes All right. forward. And then I got to roll a one d. Oh yes, you were gonna do our our wild magic again. Let's really That's tempt it. fate. 25. An eye appears on your forehead for the next minute. During that time, you've an advantage on wisdom, perception checks that rely on sight. Okay, great. An extra can, eyeball. After you can see the horror of this <laughs> thing in all new detail. Like, it's, uh, it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty bad. Oh, shit, he's one of them. Take him out. <laughs> no, 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 I swear it's... The green goo got to him. So is this like a sad slow-mo now? Like, I'm doing the staff slow motion. Like, the <laughs> men to be trying to pull. All right. He's, like, standing in front of the wall of flesh. Like, right, everyone, everyone, make a, everyone make a constitution check, please. Ugh. As this thing gets closer and closer, this poisonous gas comes roiling up ahead of it. 21. 21 pass. Four. That fails. There's this pain, but I'm in the door, remember? Your next your next ability check will be at disadvantage. Alright. Oh, and you take D8 damage. Damn. Uh take six damage. What'd you guys get? Four. Four. Uh, take D eight or take four damage. Or, sorry, take six damage. Yes, it's poison. I'm Wait resistant. a second. You're resistant mm. to poison. Okay, you are still going to take the disadvantage, uh, but you will take only three damage instead because you're resistant. Which means you Wait a minute. Wait a minute. This is an area effect spell. Fuck you. I use evasion. <laughs> <laughs> what did you learn how to play? Yeah. This That's amazing. What's up? But you failed. I didn't, I'm using evasion now. I didn't use it before. But evasion only works when you pass. I didn't use evasion. Anyways, I got it at level 7. I basically, I can dodge any fucking thing. Or you, can take take half half damage. Damage. Yes. you can take half damage. You can take half damage. Okay, so you take half damage, but you're still, still oh. sickened. Yeah. Okay, so you take 3 damage instead of 6. And what did Leon get? 10. Okay, 10. Uh, take that 6 damage, and you're disadvantage your next thing. Tamp, give us another roll. You gonna, you gonna try to man mode this again? Oh, yeah. Do, do you want to receive a flash of genius? Um, yeah. I don't think I'll need it. Ooh. The 20 on the first roll. Okay, another 20. You again, like, like tamp, like muscles bulging, like pushes <laughs> out, and hollow, you can see light from the other side. That's now the third door is beginning to eat its way open. The whole mechanism seems to have really, really be going now. I'm just going to yell... <laughs> and I take off. <laughs> that's no shit. So that's what I do. That's what you're just gonna run. Yeah. Uh, does Leon? Leon, are you gonna do anything? 
Can he run? Yeah, you think so? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Leon will run. The three of you all make it out the door. Uh, there are guards. Uh, that's all right. <laughs> I'm at the four. That's cool. So, I'm just like there with an extra eye on his head, still screaming at this wall of flesh. As you just fall backwards into the wall of flesh, as it, as it accepts you. <laughs> You guys make it through as the uh, there are guards everywhere, having expected you to try to come back about this time. There are guards everywhere, and there are screams, and there are shouts. Uh, some of the guards, there are tendrils that whip out and grab some, uh, some unsuspecting guards and drag them through the doors. Someone hits, like, the emergency lockdown switch, and just as Blaze is making his way through and a guard is being pulled the other direction, the whole apparatus when your sure is broken now, just go, 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 just closes and locks the wall of flesh down in the tomb city where it belongs. Um, having brought, and I, and I will say that someone throughout this had the tablets with them. Oops. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah we probably surely yeah, yeah, tied them to Tam's yeah. back or something. Well, damn it. <laughs> you guys, you guys, make it, you guys make it out. And they're like, "Where are the tablets?" And like, <laughs> <laughs> you guys make it out. We gotta go back to the bookshop. <laughs> yeah. There are lots of questions. There are lots of questions about what happened to Dr. Dr. Clockmark, like about what happened to all the researchers. What happened to Stephen? <laughs> uh, you were to come. You were advised, uh, and you were told already that you know if you did somehow. And, and you guys are pretty roughed up when you guys, you were, you were very quickly rushed back to the courts. They basically, they don't expunge your record, it's still there. Uh, but they, they basically clear you and, and advise you that you are expelled from the city, uh, from Highwall City, oh, for shit. the rest of your lives. Uh, this is great they, news. Uh, by the time you get out to the, they literally take you out to. <laughs> this is great news. <laughs> this is great news. <laughs> don't you yeah, want to be in this fucking city? <laughs> As you guys are taken out, so that's like, and you have to be like disguised and taken through the tunnels in order to get you out of the city safely, because the city still wants blood from you. Um, As you guys are finally put out the front gates, you see uh, this Tiefling again, Ejivar, um, now sporting a brand new pair of cufflinks oh, to replace it. <laughs> Shows him. <laughs> he rolls his eyes at you. He advises you that it'd be very good for you to get as far from the city as possible. Because now, um, Glomdrot and Glomdrot, uh, they uh, they are after that, they're now they're after, after you as well. Oh, he was like someone's and like, someone important son. And they're he? very yeah, they're very very influential in the city. <laughs> they're only the most powerful lawyers in the entire city. Uh, and um, and yeah, you guys are are sat right there with the shirts on your back. Having survived yet another encounter with something that was way above your pay grade. Mm. Blaze looks at everybody, nice. hands out so some tangerines <laughs> to my new friends. Maybe you won't forget me next time, you fuckers. At this point, the eyes fade. Well, Leon, I'd argue that it's not technically worse than last time. Uh, that being said, I would like to never meet you people again. <laughs> <laughs> what does what does Paul Marco think about all this? Oh man, Paul is just happy. So, so much murdering. So <laughs> <much laughs> I imagine he's still just covered in and fluid. And he's still like jumping on the walls and shit. Well, I think it's like as the as the scene fades out, and uh, we probably return back to the. 
the courtroom and the uh, we see the see Judge. Uh, what did I name him again? I keep forgetting the name of my my NPCs. Phineas. Um, uh, uh, Brittle Creek. We see uh, we see uh, the judge Phineas Brittle Creek. He's like he's looking. He has these tablets sitting in front of him, and he he folds out the uh, the par- the parchment with the rubbing on it. He's looking. He's like, mm. as he's studying them, and he's like, he looks at them. He looks at the rubbing. He looks at the tablets, and they're not the same. <laughs> and he goes. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and that Roll is... <laughs> Roll <the> credits. Roll credits. <laughs> yes. And that is it for the Christmas one shot. Yay. <laughs> When you when you sent me the text about this idea you had about that Tamps turned into new, new leaf... It just people people are gonna think that we collaborated to make that happen. No, that, that I already had that in my head. I was like, how funny would it be if Tam was that guy who went to jail and like found Jesus? Oh, <laughs> and he's like, like, yeah, like, how good would that be? We're just that's that's how in sync we are. God. Yeah. Amazing. All right. Well, guys, thank you so much for doing this with me. Yeah. Always an absolute pleasure. Thank for our uh, our wonderful our wonderful audience. <laughs> Who didn't have anything sassy to say the entire time? Uh, not, I don't know if it picked up my mic or not, but we'll, we'll find out later. Yeah. Well, yeah, uh, but it's been a great time, Robert. Man, thanks thank for joining us. Yes, thank y'all for mm-hmm. letting me join. Good yeah. fun. I really enjoy my one session a year. <laughs> Maybe one day it'll be more. One day it'll be more. <laughs> yeah. But I really enjoyed it. Thank y'all. Yeah, yeah it was a great you. time. Well, listen, uh, everyone listening. Uh, there will be no watching because there's no video for this. But everyone who's listening, thank you so much for joining us again. Uh, and for our little Christmas one shot, and from us to you, wherever you are, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas, happy holidays <laughs> however you do it. Uh, we're glad to be, we're glad if you bothered to listen to us on the holidays. I don't know if this is going to be released by then, but yeah. But <laughs> listen wherever, to it on Christmas morning. Well, listen to it on Christmas morning instead of being with your family. Okay! So, <laughs> thank you very much, and we will catch you next time. And that was it for the Christmas one-shot. Thank you guys so much for uh, for joining us. For it was, a, it was a wild ride. These guys always know how to keep me on my toes. Hey, uh, listen, go down to the description. Go to our socials. Uh, let us know if you like this, if you like this, if you want to see more D&D type content, you know, it's definitely something we could consider for the future, you know, Delta Green isn't going on forever. And speaking of that, uh, next week, if you're listening to this, when it comes out, uh, we're going to be right back into Impossible Landscapes, chapter three, uh, seeing where the boys go from here. But, uh, again... Thank you so much for joining us. If you want to support us, leave us a positive review on Apple and Spotify and all that. Head over to patreon.com in the description. Uh, Join us for just $3 a month. Uh, Help us with our fees and whatnot. And we really appreciate it. But listen, thank you so much. Thanks so much for joining us. Uh, I know this is going to be later when you listen to this. But I want to wish you Merry Christmas from all of us. Thank you so much for being a part of our little adventure. Join us next time as we get back to Delta Green. And please stay safe and stay sane. Bye.